Hi friends, welcome to the Psyche Mental Wellbeing Podcast with me, your host, Hannah. On the show, I'm joined each episode by an amazing guest to have an honest conversation, share our real life experiences and tackle stigma and misconceptions around mental health along the way. We believe that everyone would benefit from focusing a little more on their mental well-being, and we're here to support you to do just that. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello, friends, and welcome back. Hope you have had a good week. I have been being fairly productive because I am, for the first time in what feels like a long time, um maybe I didn't even do this properly last summer um and being still in education uh I'm very much in that sort of academic year thing but next week I am clearing the whole week so no work no volunteering um really a lot of me time which actually is looking like a lot of pampering and self-care and stand-up paddleboarding and wild swimming and all those kind of things I love but yeah really embarking on this kind of self-care week and it's my birthday so that's my kind of reason um so I'm, I'm being super organized um I say that this is normally kind of the day that I would do editing but anyway it's Friday evening it's actually no I would normally do this at the weekend so it's Friday evening and I am getting this episode uh finished uploaded and scheduled so it is all done um so I can have some time off um yeah and three consistent episodes in in a row so kind of getting back on it and I think next week although I'm off I probably will record some musings for a solo episode at some point uh, for the following week so stay tuned for that Uh, but today we are joined by Alexa and we had such a fantastic conversation Um, I really loved it um I'm really lucky that we've had yeah amazing guests amazing conversations but this one sometimes you talk to people and you can feel like you're talking for a long time not really saying much this felt like we were talking hardly any time but we said so much um I was surprised kind of yeah with the time there was such such rich content and, and amazing things that Alexa shares so I really hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I enjoyed having it um, and I'll be back super quickly at the end. Hi everyone and I'm really happy to welcome today's guest Alexa to the podcast so let me tell you about Alexa. So Alexa Martin is joining us today, she is a trauma-informed life coach meditation and breathwork facilitator empowering women to live life on their terms she helps women prioritize themselves over their career without sacrificing success through a two-step system self-prioritization and self-leadership after an entire decade of anxiety an eating disorder and constantly seeking validation from others alexa was done with the people-pleasing life she started to believe in something more for herself and committed to a life of relentless personal growth Alexa knew she was worth it and you are too. Alexa, welcome. I'm so excited to speak to you today. Oh, thank you. That was so cool hearing you say that as you were speaking. I'm like, wow, is that me? Like, <laughs> it's so cool. It's the best. Thank you. I'm so happy to be on here. Yeah, you're welcome. And it's it's funny, isn't it? Because I think sometimes we downplay our experience, our achievements, the things we've done. And then when someone else says it, you're like, oh yeah, that is me. Right? I'm like, wow, that's wow that's me that's me totally yeah Yeah. when you're in the lived experience 
you don't necessarily feel like that feeling of wow all the time but to hear someone reflect your life back to you in a few short sentences is it's profound so thank you you're welcome <laughs> um and so I mean I'd, I'd love to hear about your two-step system but before we dive into that I'd love to hear a little bit of your story and your journey from that sort of decade of anxiety and you know eating disorder and everything going on there to where you are now yeah absolutely so throughout my whole life I had dabbled with therapists and yoga and meditation but nothing really ever stuck and after I finished university I was working in a corporate job in strategy consulting and from day one I walked in that office and knew this is not the place for me (laughs) like it was a feeling of suffocation and just that like nope (laughs) and so I began to really get into personal development work just on my own through listening to podcasts and reading books and working out and eating differently. And there was this one podcast on leaving your corporate job. And at the end of it, they had one of those like, DM us, you know, (laughs) happiness for our free ebook on career clarity. So, you know, I, I do the whole thing. I end up on a sales call with them. And it was for a business building mastermind. And I had no interest in business building. (laughs) I didn't, I, I had no, there was nothing there. It was the most awkward conversation of my life. And at the end, I thought to myself, I really want to just save this conversation here. I don't want them to think I'm a total nut job. So I asked this, like, this is going to be a great question to ask. What are some of your favorite mindset books. And I asked that question and the lady on the other end is like, oh, are you into mindset? I'm like, yeah, I love it. I think it's amazing. Turns out she's a mindset coach. (laughs) She then became my mindset coach for about two years. And we went so deep together. I went through some of her group programs, did one-on-one coaching and just went so deep into processing my past, my trauma, as well as really learning how to just stand in my power and show up as the most authentic, embodied, aligned version of myself in the present day. And so that completely shifted things for me. And then another story, but I very naturally then began coaching and it's just kind of grown from there. Yeah, awesome. Thank you for sharing. I'm always, you know, super curious about how people, you know, kind of go on that journey. And I think I had a similar experience after uni of starting a job and then going, oh no, it's not for Mm -hmm. me. But it took me four (laughs) years to leave. So I don't know if it was a quicker process for you of going, oh, this isn't right. Let me do something about it. Because it took me a long time. It was a bit quicker. It was a bit quicker. And I, for most of it, was hiding in the bathrooms, reading my books. (laughs) So I knew, I knew it was not the job for me. It's so funny. We used to travel. I lived in Boston, but my client was in Atlanta. And so we would travel every Monday there. And, you know, I started to book my flights for Tuesdays and, you know, Tuesday evenings. And then I just wouldn't show up. And I'm like, yeah, so this is the sign, Alexa, that this is definitely not the job for you. Yeah. I think it's really like powerful at tuning into those things and going, oh, wait, hang on, what's happening here? 
and what's that telling mm-hmm. me because sometimes we can just not read those mm. signals that we're kind of giving ourselves really of of how mm. we're feeling about something mm. Mm. that's so powerful to be attuned to yourself and yeah the signals that we're receiving from our behaviors from our thoughts from our bodies so powerful I feel that so often we ignore all of the messages that are coming from inside of us oftentimes because we're on this treadmill of life and if we can slow down even just a little bit to really begin really be able to tune inward and look within and be like okay what's happening what am I learning here and how can I begin to shift and make changes based on all of this information that I'm receiving every single day yeah absolutely I'd love to um hear about your system so I'd love to hear about you know how it kind of all came together and what you mean by self-prioritization and self-leadership absolutely so self-prioritization is really about exactly what it sounds like prioritizing yourself learning how to put yourself first before all of your other obligations in life and that's not to say that suddenly we all just drop the ball and we're just chilling on beaches in Mexico 24/7 but it's really about creating a life that feels truly nourishing to your body to your soul to your spirit to your mind right not just burning yourself out hustling not just saying yes to everything to plans with friends whatever it may be but being able to really have that attunement to what do I want to do? What feels good for me? And how can I consciously create a life in alignment with that? And so that's what that system is all about, really gets into like time management and goal setting and all of that sort of like nitty gritty that really plays a big impact. It really does. And then when you get into self-leadership, that's where you begin to step into this leadership role within your own internal system, right? So we have all these different parts of ourselves. We have parts of us that want to people please, parts of us that have resentment, that have anger, that feel shame for the fact that we want to people please. We have parts of us that have self-doubt, that lack confidence. There's so much going on within ourselves. And oftentimes we become one with everything we're experiencing. But the reality is there's the us and then there's everything we're experiencing. There's the us and then there's our emotions. There's the us and then there's our behaviors. And when you can begin to really create a separation between you and everything that's happening inside of you, you can become this leader within your own self. You can learn how to regulate your nervous system. You can learn how to shift your energetic state of being. And it's such a powerful place to be, to be in that leadership role instead of being just this like victim to whatever is happening inside of you and outside of you. Yeah, amazing. It sounds like a really, yeah, powerful system and, you know, place to be in if you you can achieve that. So for anyone listening who's like, okay, right, that sounds great, but like how? How do I do do that? Do you have any any thoughts on that that you can share with us? Because obviously don't give away all your trade secrets to us, but uh, anything that you can share. 
Absolutely. Do you mean more in terms of like self-prioritization or self-leadership there? Maybe a little bit of both. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. One, one thing that I do teach in self-prioritization, I'm like thinking through everything. Oh, there's so many good things. Okay. The first that I'll touch on is really learning how to manage your time in a way where you're putting yourself first right? So often we fill our calendars up, we fill our schedules up, and then with whatever time we have left over, oh, I'll work out. Or with what whatever time I have left over, I'll do this, I'll do that. And to begin to really shift that, that like, no, we put our, ourselves, what we're going to do for ourselves comes first, and everything else comes after. Because the reality is, when we're so busy hustling, what we do during that time has so much less of an impact than if you were just willing to put yourself first to take care of your own well-being and then show up for others and then show up for the world. The impact that you have then is so much greater and you end up needing to do so much less, right? Like I'll take friendships, for example, I don't hang out with my friends that often, right? But when I'm there, like I am there and I am looking them in the eyes and I'm showing up with like my highest self, the best energy. We have the best time, the deepest conversations. Like it's so meaningful. You know, those, those interactions that you're like, wow, like that was amazing. I want every single interaction that I have with someone else to be that way. And in order to do that, I need to put myself first. Like I need to radically take care of myself in order to show up for others in that capacity, in that way. And so, yeah, giving yourself the permission to tune in and say like, what would feel really good for me? And can I be willing to work a little bit less to say no? Yeah, sometimes I'm like, is that English? To say no to plans with friends, you know, whatever it may be. Can I be willing to do less of that and to put myself at the forefront of every decision I make, every single thing I do? Another big, big component that I love in self-prioritization is boundaries. I'm a, I'm a big boundaries girl. So powerful, so powerful. There's so many different ways to set boundaries with ourselves, with others. And when you can begin to shift the way that you, you view boundaries from a place of, oh, this is a cold, hard, mean thing I'm doing to, no, I'm doing this from a place of unconditional love. Because without these boundaries, resentment would leak into our relationship frustration would leak into this relationship and so I'm choosing to set this boundary because I love you and without this boundary I wouldn't have the capacity to love you as deeply so if you have any specific questions like on boundary tactics I'm happy to share literally anything I think boundaries are so powerful and the narrative around them is ready to shift and change. And yeah, the, mo the more that you can own your light, the more that you give permission to everyone else to do the same. Yeah, I think we could have a whole other conversation on boundaries. <laughs> but, but I think what you just said, though, is really powerful that kind of saying actually in order to 
to love you. I need, you know, I need this boundary because otherwise, yeah, the resentment's going to, you know, seep in. And so I think being able to communicate it in that way to someone that actually this is out of love to be able to love you in that way mm-hmm. is a really powerful you know, thing mm-hmm. to be able to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that doesn't mean it's not, it's not challenging. It, it most definitely is. I had a friend recently who her energy was just, it was a lot for me at this time. And I had to step away and say, you know, I love you and I can't spend time with you right now. That doesn't mean a few months from now, uh, maybe I will be able to then, but right now, like I can't, I just can't have you in my life in this capacity. And those conversations are hard. Like they pull your heart out when you love someone so deeply and you know that them being in your life is not, is going to be what gets you to your next state of being. It's hard. It is really hard. And one of the things that my coach always says to me is the only difference between you and the person living the life that you want to live is the fact that they were willing to feel feelings that you are currently unwilling to feel. And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) rip my heart out. Let's go. Like I'm, I'm here to make an impact. So let's do it. But, oh, it's challenging. Mm, Yeah. And that's such a powerful thing from you, from your coach, (laughs) because Mm-hmm. yeah we can try and avoid those uncomfortable feelings but actually mm-hmm. you you can't mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to grow um yeah and so what about self-leadership do you have a couple of um of, mm. uh, tips what's the right word I don't know things um about, <laughs> about self-leadership you can share with us So the first that I will share that is oftentimes not spoken about so much in the self-development space is really learning how to get out of your mind and into your body, to get out of the stories and out of all of the meaning that your mind is trying to create of everything happening and to just get back into the body. If you think about something happens, right? Maybe your partner does something and it causes an emotional activation and emotional charge in you. Immediately, we get sucked up into the mind. Why did he do that? Why did they do that? I should have said this, right? And to get out of all of that and just get back into the body and to be able to note like, oh, wow, I feel my chest contract. I'm feeling my shoulders contract, feel my jaw tighten. I feel my heart racing. It's such a different way of relating to your experiences when you can get out of the mind and just get back into the body and be so attuned to how your body is feeling in any given moment. So powerful. The body stores so much wisdom. And our minds just take away from all of that. So that's very tangible. The next time that you feel an emotional activation, notice yourself immediately jumping into the story and see if for just even like a few moments, you can come back to the body and just 
note physically what's happening for you. The reality is what triggers us on the surface level is always triggering something much, much deeper that's already stored inside the body. And so oh, I heard this once and it was like, I was like, yes. It's like, it's, it's not about the person who cuts you off in traffic. It's about the 25 years that you've, you felt disrespected. Like it's, it's not about the surface level things. It's about what it's triggering so much deeper. And so we get to be with the body, with the feelings, detaching from the surface level stories. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you so much, Alexa. Um, such amazing kind of wisdom and advice. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, I keep talking about your work and um, you know, <laughs> it's all day, but we don't have all day, all night, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, so I'd love to ask you my set question. Actually, you know, before I ask you my set questions, do you have a final thought of uh, anything that we've sort of not touched on that you think is really important, a really important message for us to hear? Mm. one message that has been coming through really strongly lately for me to share with others is just the simple statement that you are worthy like you are worthy you are worthy of the dream job you are worthy of the dream relationship you are worthy of the dream life so many people are settling in so many ways, because they don't believe that what they want is possible for them. And if I can just inspire like a little bit of belief in whoever is listening to this, that like what I want, like what I truly want, not like that, oh yeah, this is what, like what I really want, you know, like you're worthy of it. And it is so possible for you. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Thank you so much. Yes, so I have four set questions I ask everyone. They're not trick questions or anything, don't worry. <laughs> so the, <laughs> um, the first one is um, our kind of overarching topic is mental well-being. And so I ask everyone mm-hmm. that comes on, what does mental well-being mean to you? Mm. Mental well-being to me means feeling at peace within my own self it means waking up in the morning with this sense of today is going to be a good day I am exactly where I'm supposed to be I feel at peace I feel calm within myself I feel clear in the decisions that I'm making I am treating myself with respect yeah, it's it's really it's a state of being where you just feel so aligned within yourself, mind, body, soul, spirit, every single pillar, just feeling so aligned and so at ease, knowing that, yeah, like this is exactly where I'm supposed to be and I am taking care of myself exactly as I am supposed to be yeah amazing thank you then my follow-up is for yourself how you look after your mental well-being so how you kind of cultivate that feeling of peace oh (laughs) as as she coughs up (laughs) oh so good 
Oh, wow. My life's work is literally about taking care of myself and elevating myself to my highest state of being so that I can bring everyone else up with me. I feel as if like my my whole life from morning to evening is all about like how can I show up so strongly for myself and from that place show up so strongly for others in terms of tactical things in the mornings I meditate I do breath work I move my body I journal throughout the day I and very attuned to how my body's feeling. So do I want to spend time with people? Do I need time alone? Who do I want to spend time with? When I go to eat, you know, what does my body want to eat? And how can I be so present with this food and allow it to nourish me instead of it just being another thing I do in my day? In the evenings, I always shut my phone down, turn off all technology, maybe around... 6, 7 p.m. and I'm just with myself. I do self-massaging, reading, like just all the things that feel so, so nourishing for me. Yeah. And when I don't, my body responds right away, like right away. There is no <laughs> messing around with this body. I take like two days off from doing what feels right for me. I won't sleep through the night. I'll break out. Like all these things just come over me so quickly. So I'm grateful to have such a sensitive nervous system that responds so quickly to when I'm acting out of alignment. Yeah, amazing. Thank you for, for sharing. And, you know, I, I think most people, when I ask them that question, there are a few things they do, but I don't know that anyone else is like, everything like my entire life is about this (laughs) so it's a really inspiring thing to hear that Mm. even if we can just get a little bit of that in our own lives Mm -hmm. you know it's gonna be really beneficial um my next question uh is one of my favorite ones to ask so um I ask everyone that comes on if they have um and you've already given us loads of great advice um but if you have between one and three top tips kind of life tips that you'd share Mm. that could be really impactful in our lives So the first one that's coming to me is to begin to seek answers within, to begin to seek answers within. I truly believe that everything that we could ever want or need to know for ourselves, we already have inside of us. And it's about developing that trust with yourself, with your inner knowings, with your intuition that allows you to begin to tap into that inner wisdom, to tap into that inner knowledge. And it's so easy to get caught up on social media, for example, looking at what everyone else is doing and thinking, oh, I should do that too. Oh, that looks fun. Maybe I want to do that. Or working with coaches, for example, who tell you, what to do and always seeking answers from them or from books or from podcasts. And the more that you can just get in, in touch with your inner wisdom and to look for answers within 
having patience with the process, knowing that you may get it wrong is going to serve you so much more in the long run than constantly looking outside of yourself. Because you like you are such a magical, wise being and there's so much wisdom inside of you, so much light and power inside of you. And you just have to listen to it. Like you just have to listen to it. trying to see if something else is I know you said a few so like what else is coming to me oh okay this is another good one <laughs> rather than shifting your circumstances you want to begin to shift yourself I do this all the time and I see other people doing this all the time where we think, oh, I need a new job, or oh, I need to move here, or I need different friends, or a different relationship, or if this was just different about my life, then I would be really happy. And the reality is, our feelings and our energetic states of being come from within. And then our external reality just reflects that back to us. This is huge. Like if you can really let this land that your energetic state of being, your feelings come from within and your external reality simply reflects that back to you. And so every single time that let's just say a friend is not treating me the way that I want to be treated, I look within and I say, what about my internal state of being? What about the way that I'm thinking about myself is creating this reality? Not, I need new friends. The same with a career, right? If it's not, if you're not being treated the way that you want to be treated, you're not being compensated or whatever it may be. It's not, I need a new job. But what about how I am thinking about myself, how I'm showing up, how I feel is creating this reality, and when you can begin to regulate those energetics from within and then make decisions from a higher state of being, so much more powerful. The decisions that you make are coming from this very high state of self and your reality is just then going to be on this like upward spiral. Yeah, it's powerful. It's like this... This one thing is like, oh, it's so powerful. Whenever you're feeling down, not what can I change in my life? What can I change about myself? Maybe that's through meditation, through breath work, whatever it may be. But how can I shift myself? Not how can I shift my life? You let your life take care of itself. And it always, always will. Brilliant. Thank you so much. For, for both of those um really powerful like you say um and so then this is another favorite question of mine um so I love to read you can't see all actually I've been having a sort mm. out I have a lot lot of books but I always want more <laughs> so do you have a recommendation of a book or a TED talk or something that has been really impactful in your life that you'd like to share with us mm. The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. I love that book so deeply. It's really at the highest level about being present and just living in the now. 
and it's so powerful. The teachings in there, the energetic transmissions that you receive from just reading the words and feeling into them, so powerful. And I, I believe so deeply in, in everything that's shared in that book. And if we can all just, yeah, create a little more presence, a little more being in the body, being here right now, what a more peaceful world <laughs> that we would live in. Yeah. One of the things he, he shares that this sticks with me hard is in the now, there is rarely ever any issues. There's almost no issues in the now. Right in this current moment, everything's perfect. And in all of the nows, almost everything's always perfect. We create all of these issues in the mind. <laughs> and oh, I just I think this is so powerful. The reality is like if something were to happen that like you really needed to respond to, you would. You would. Like if you take fear, for instance, there's a difference between fear created in the mind and real fear. Like we got to respond now, right? Fear in the mind is this buzzy. What if uh, I'm scared, right? Versus in the moment, if you are in a very dangerous situation, it is a clear like we are getting out of this situation right now. There is no buzziness. It's like, we. I just got so many chills, but like, we're out now. And it is so clear and cut and like, you will respond how you need to. And you can take that into all areas of your life that so many issues are created in the mind. But the reality is, if they were actually issues in the now, you will know how to respond. And so can we be willing to just bring ourselves into the now? Brilliant. Thank you so much for that recommendation. And sadly, that brings me to my final question. Um, because mm. I had such a great time talking <laughs> with you. And that is where people can connect with you if you've got anything uh, going on, if people are interested in working with you, all of those details. Yes, absolutely. I love chatting with people. Clearly, I love talking about this stuff. I could talk about it for literally hours. So you can connect with me on Instagram at Alexa Kmart. That is the best way. And I run a 10-week group coaching program where we really help women embody confidence and overcome any sort of self-doubt or overthinking tendencies in order to just like step into their highest state of being and begin to create a life that feels so juicy and aligned and exciting and yeah, just amazing for them. So Instagram's the best way. Alexa Kmart, we can chat. And yeah, if you're interested in Limitless, we are starting up our next round actually quite soon on August 10th. And we open it about every 12 weeks. Awesome. And we'll absolutely link in the show notes so people can find you from there. But thank you so much, Alexa, for for joining us for everything you've so graciously shared with us. Oh, thank you. This was such an amazing conversation. <laughs> Yay. Awesome. Oh, so good.
So a massive thank you again to Alexa for joining us. Uh, so please do connect with me on social media at Psyche Coaching, P-S-Y-K-H-E Coaching. I am starting to try and post a little bit more, um, but probably not this week, to be honest, because I'm I'm going to be relaxing. Um, and so I, I feel like the last few weeks I've had this same encouragement, but I'm going to say it again, um, to really reflect on what you need at this present moment. And actually, I was really inspired by this conversation with Alexa. I had a beach day this week and I was really, um, I was going to go with a friend who was unfortunately unwell. I asked another friend, they couldn't make it. And then I went by myself and actually I was thinking of that, um, you know, as Alexa was saying, that really kind of showing up for yourself and showing that love to yourself. Actually, that was, that was what that was all about, of going, this is something I want, that I need that's really valuable and it was an act of love to do it and um yeah I would really encourage you to reflect in on what you can do for yourself this week to have a moment of calm or peace or whatever it is you need and and how you can show that love to yourself um so yeah and I'd love to hear what you do and uh, your your any suggestions or, or ideas um but yes as I said uh, next week will be a solo episode probably a short one um, coming to you with some kind of reflections from something in the week. Um, so stay tuned for that. Until then, as always, take care of yourself, be kind to yourself, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.